Déjame decirte Se ve que él te trata bien Que es todo un caballero Pero eso no cambiará Que yo llegué primero Sé que te va a ir bien Pero no te quiere como yo te quiero Puede que no te haga falta nada Aparentemente nada Yeah, welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast. It's your weekly deep dive into all things movies and entertainment through a colorful perspective. Your favorite minorities are here. We are reporting for duty. My name is Raul, and here with me is my man, Shama. Hello, hello. What's up? Hey, listen, man. Uh, so I know right now, Shama, you know what? I don't know that you know this. I don't know it. <laughs> If you know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't... maybe I think you know better than I know if I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know how in tune with like, you know, popular music you are. <laughs> like 1931. <laughs> if we can say that, maybe right. I'll not even know. That. I think you just started listening to Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, after she died. No, no, I think like, uh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, so that song is... Uh, is by a Hispanic artist called Maluma and it's called Hawaii. And the remix right now is hot on the charts. Um, it's with The Weeknd, very talented The Weeknd. I love The Weeknd. I'm a big fan of The Weeknd. And honestly, if it wasn't for that remix, I have not heard the original version of this song. But now I have. And listen, again, I love The Weeknd. I love that song. I like the remix. Uh, the original version is way, way better. So I chose to start it with that instead of the very currently popular remix with The Weeknd. Hopefully you liked it, buddy. I did like it. I was just like surprised from the beginning, but like I enjoyed it. Like it has very good <laughs> tunes, you know, like ups and downs, what I feel. It doesn't fit in the November weather, but it definitely, definitely is a good summer uh, tune or or like something bump. it's a good bump man it, it, it's a good hit at all times of the year it's a good hit okay, <laughs> what okay. you been doing man How whatever you, been? you say i i, I trust your uh, taste in music <laughs> it's been a while since we've done one of these uh how you been what you've been doing Keep, uh, uh, update the peeps so yeah as you said like every week we have lots of things to talk about lots of reviews lots of things for the website so I really miss the big show. It's like, you feel like it's a breeze, uh, like to what's happening. We talk about our lives more. We talk about like our love to to the industry and the filmmaking and the movies, like while not reviewing and uh, having like the technicalities in the background, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we get to, it, it's a little more uh, in depth on us. And uh, we get to discuss a, a variety of things. I know you had a crazy week and I want to hold off on that. For a second, because my week is much simpler. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, and tell the audience about your week first. So I went, I went up to DC. Uh, Dre and I went up to DC. She had uh, scheduled some photo shoots up there over this last weekend, and uh, one of the days we went to Georgetown, and we went to the stair, the Exorcist stairs. You know, the famous Exorcist stairs, and by the Exorcist house, and uh, and I took a photo. Because I know, shout out to Professor Horror Ryan L. Terry. Um, he is a huge fan of like visiting locations of like horror movies. So I took a photo, and he he texts me back, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! 
he goes, he, his reply is amazing. Wow. Go and recreate the photo at the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> the famous iconic shot, you know? And I go, absolutely not right. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, wait, wait, then, wait, 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 wait. We can do that with you when you come and visit. <laughs> wow, that's 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 fantastic. I love the, <laughs> that that cry is really crazy about that. <laughs> he's so he's so funny. Um anyway, yeah, so we did that. That was pretty fun. And then we tried a new restaurant in DC. If you guys anybody's around DC, Founding Farmers is like the the restaurant chain. Um they're like uh, uh farm to table type. And they have one, we went to one called Farmer Fisher Baker, and that is a great restaurant. We had a hiccup with our dessert, but they were super uh, awesome about taking care of stuff, and uh, the food was absolutely incredible. If you guys are in the D.C. area, um, Georgetown, Farmer Fisher Baker, man, so, so, so good. That really sounds great. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it this way. Yeah, next time we're up in DC, we got to go hit that up, Shama. You got to you got to check this place. Just remember out. it because sometimes I ask you about it and then like uh, it's like as if you are obliviated, you know, like you don't know what happened. You don't know what I'm talking about. But if, if you okay, st- I'll try. <laughs> Just put a bookmark on it so it can be always there. Right, right. Oh, last thing is Desiree showed up today and she goes, "I'm so sorry." She went to the grocery store. She goes, "I'm so sorry." The uh, marketing got me, uh-huh. and I go, "I go, what are you talking about?" And she walks back into the kitchen. She comes back into where I'm sitting, and she's holding a box of Star Wars Mandalorian, the child specifically cereal. <laughs> it's like it's like these little yellow puffs with like little green marshmallows. And I, I was know. Like, uh-huh. Both of my kids like were holding it like we st- we stopped at a grocery store and they both picked it up from each side. You know, they, oh. they, they were well marketing it in the middle of Did the grocery store. I didn't try it. No, I didn't get it. Like I asked them if they wanted, but the, they picked like their other favorites. So they just like they wanted to show it for me, you know. I'm saying though, uh, I would not have picked it up, especially when you read it. It says even though it's yellow puffs, it says fruity cereal. And I would not have guessed it was fruity. Um, so I was a little confused, uh, but I would have stuck. Yeah. I would, like your kids, I would have stuck to the classic, you know, uh, cocoa pebbles, which about half the time tastes real and half the time tastes not real. Uh, especially with you. Like you're, you're the I, most I, straight up, I bought a, I bought one recently. So like I had a box upstairs. So for those who don't know, cocoa pebbles, uh, <laughs> yes. Explain it, please. Get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's very difficult. So I, Cocoa Pebbles growing up was my number one favorite cereal. There's no better cereal, right, than like Cocoa Pebbles in its, its prime. It's really good with cold milk. It's, it's phenomenal. Really good, yeah. and, and, and then there was a period of time where like I would buy it and it tasted like fake chocolate. I know because you made it me try good. it once yeah. and I couldn't believe it till I, till I tried it. So. It, even, it even looks different. So like you pour it out. And, I, and so I looked it up and they had changed the recipe. And like you can even see, like you pour it out, and I showed you, Shama, because you couldn't believe me. Mm-hmm. You pour it out. Yes. It looks different, right? It's lighter in color. It's not as dark, and it smells different. Yes. And then you eat it, and it tastes different. And so I stopped eating cocoa pebbles for years, and it wasn't until last year that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give cocoa pebbles another shot. And I bought a box, and it was fantastic. I looked it up. They were like, 
Cocoa Pebbles is going back to the recipe. Like, let's go. I bought, I was like buying. And then, you know what? You know what? I'm going to buy in bulk. I'm going to go to Costco. In Costco, I'm going to buy the huge box of Cocoa Pebbles. Uh, when I bring that home, pour it out, it is the fake stuff. <laughs> and listen, I know it's all fake stuff. It, it, it's not real chocolate, more than likely, right? But, but they put it like it's 98%, so it might be. It tastes like the fake stuff oh again. God. And now I have a gigantic box that I'm not eating. Again? So that went, I had to give that away to somebody. No, that was a while ago, right? I gave that to you. I gave you some, I think. Yeah, although I thought like this happened to you again, so. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to Costco. I, I realized they're sending that stuff to Costco. So then I kept buying the small box. And like only the small box seems to be like the one that's like $7 for three ounces of cereal. Uh-huh. Um, that one seems to work most of the time. But there are still times like in D.C. at Grammy's house. I bought a box, I poured some, and immediately I was like, oh, no. And then I said, Grammy, I'm going to leave this here. And that's, <laughs> I'm gonna why leave this when I, that's why when I bought one like two weeks ago, and I, I found that it's the correct one, I gave it to you. I told you, like, you can have this. You did. I, and that's why I went to yeah. buy one at Grammy's house, because yeah. I was like, I need more, because Shama got me to eat more Cocoa Pebbles, yeah. and then it was the fake stuff. Listen, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Cocoa Pebbles, but they need to get their stuff together. They should. <laughs> this like, is, this know, is not. I know this is a first right. world problem, but like it's really, it's really crucial. You know? <laughs> Listen, man, this is uh, not cool. Is uh, is not cool. Shama, though, you had a crazy week. You went and visited your children in Houston. Tell yes. us about that. Yes, it was only like for a couple of days, but it was different. It was really needed. Um. I flew from North, from North Carolina. I um, I had like a stop a stopover in uh, Chicago on the way. So like I left the weather here in in uh, in Raleigh like around fifties. Then I arrived in Chicago. There was like uh, remains of, of snow on the grounds, you know. And it was like yeah, thirty one or thirty two when I arrived, and like stayed there for like two hours, and then arrived in Houston. While when the weather it was eighty four degrees, so like I've been like pasteurized the whole day from the morning to the evening, nice. which is a great experience. Uh, I had like so, lots of fun with the kids. We like yeah, we went to a park near the beach, and uh, they had like lots of fun there. We were in the what? What can I say? Like the mask free state of Texas. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! In in Texas. That they don't have any mandates for mask no, no, wearing. No, it is. The ma- like it's mandatory everywhere. Like you see the signs, but people are not doing that. It's like you're no, walking. No, but in Texas. Yeah, you're walking through like gatherings, and like masks are not on. You go like w- w- like I stopped inside the mall for like five minutes, and we saw like that number of people and the amount of people walking around. A lots of people like having their masks below their nose. So I said, I told my kids, we are not going in there. Just like five minutes, we turned and we left. Yeah, so I'm not going to Texas anytime. So I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I, I feel like a I feel like a grumpy, a grumpy man uh walking around uh because I see somebody with no mask on or with the mask under their nose and I'm like immediately annoyed. <laughs> like I'm yes, like, it, don't it, you know? It's disrespectful. It's like unbelievable. Like as if people are just like, okay, let's just like put it there so so people can see us and don't say a, a single word. It's wrong. It's wrong. The perception is wrong, the, the receiving is wrong. But, uh, but that is not where your week gets crazy. Yeah, no, no, it's not not yet. We had like really lots of, lots of good times. Like we went to the movie theaters because like they didn't they didn't go since last time we went together. So we went and wa- we watched War War with Grandpa, like the Robert De Niro movie. So right. 
Yeah. They like it. Yeah, they they really loved it. Like the, both of them like were 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 watching, laughing, uh, enjoying. I was watching and enjoying more than I expected the movie to be. It's 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 a it's really like it's a really nice family oriented movie, perfect for the holidays, and and it, it could have been also perfect for summer. And it plays on the chords co- co- of success, you know, like kids love pranks, and it's full of pranks. And at the same time, it gives us the value of respecting the elders. So, which is a great thing. I did not even expect it to happen in that way. You know, because we always like try to to make sure that kids respect the elders and try to put it in a in a sweet way on the screen so they can accept it in that way. And uh, I believe they succeeded in doing that. Like Robert De Niro, Emma Thurman, and uh, like the children and everybody in the film. Like it it was it was sweet and beloved. You know, of course, like we had right. like lots of um, eating like junk food which I don't usually do, but uh, just the kids were, were having fun. But then everything got fine, and um, I'm leaving. I went to the airport. I I think I jinxed it in a way or another. I said, oh, the flight I came on took like eight hours between connections and things. This one is almost less than five hours, four hours and 20 minutes. Or the total could have right. been or should have been this way. <laughs> so we took like the, the the flight took off at uh, 7:30 a.m. Uh, we had like a stopover in Atlanta so we took off 15 minutes after maybe less than 15 minutes we heard like yeah we heard like the captain the pilot saying that like um, we are going back uh, for something we didn't hear what's happening at the beginning so everybody kept asking the flight attendants the stewards and talking and then the captain the pilot himself he said that we have uh, a crack in the wind uh, shield of the cockpit. So everybody thought, thought like they were joking, you know? And they were like, ha ha ha, what a ridiculous yes, pilot. And then he, and that's why we're going back. And then we heard him like we, could, we, we after like two or three minutes, and we can see like the, we're landing. He said it over the, the speakers. We can hear the wind and noise so bad, like we, even like everybody. What is this? Why is so loud? And I had my 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 AirPods Pro on on noise cancellation, and I heard him and I heard the noise over. So I took it off, and then he was saying that like we are, uh, it might be rough landing because we lost uh, or like something is loose in the right windshield of the cockpit. It's, it's crazy. It's like the movies, you know, really like the movies. But it, he was perfect. It was great, great pilot. Everybody was like applauding for him, and applaud, and and it it was gr- perfectly handled. You know, like the way they did it, the way they received us it's at the airport it was, back. It was absolutely perfectly handled. But you, so I need to, I need to reiterate. So the windshield cracked. He said we should turn around. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> we, we already we were already turning around while he's saying that. Like he already made his decision. You know, so. right? And on the way down. <laughs> Something the windshield came yeah, loose. Yeah, so loose. You know, like we didn't see it, but like that's what we we and understood. You can hear yes. the air, and we can hear in the, in the noise when he was talking. It was crazy winds, crazy wind gusts. So we can laugh about this right now. And and if I'm not mistaken, you said five people chose <laughs> to drive to their final destination. Uh, well, yeah, they chose like not to take the the replacement. Like they gave us like a replacement after an hour oh, and a half. Really? And uh, like five people said, like, oh, like uh, can we have like our money back or something? So they give them vouchers. So we're laughing now, but like that is terrifying. Okay, uh, I would have been the sixth person to say I am driving to North. Carolina. <laughs> 
Carolina. I'm telling Desiree this, and she goes, but what is the likeliness of, <laughs> of that happening twice in one day? And I go, what is the likelihood of it happening once? <laughs> What's the life like? Exactly. Like, uh, uh, like safety, co- safety, quality control, things that like they should happen every day. He, he doesn't know that like the crack happened uh, while it was up there because he was saying that it wasn't there before, you know? But um, that's it's an experience. That, you know? I think there was probably, there was probably a, a, a plain 18-wheeler that kicked up a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. That's why, like, you should not ever drive behind the eighteen. <laughs> that is, and 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 the scary thing is, like, if that had happened halfway to Atlanta, it's a different story. Oh, you know, would be crazy. It's terrifying, man. Uh, anyway, I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that unfortunately, we, I arrived like before my connection was uh, in Atlanta, ready to go to NCAA. Yeah, you after missed I missed it, so I had to wait like five hours at the airport, like just like waiting for the next one. <laughs> Now, now, Colby Mack is going to listen to this and say, "Why didn't he call me? I would have came and hung out with him." He cannot go. Like it's, I have to to go outside and leave. Like I was thinking about it, of but course. like five hours is not that much. Eight hours would would have been fine, you know. Five hours is enough for him to come to the airport and get some lunch with you. So he would have. He's going to be like, "I can't believe you didn't okay. call me." Next time when it happens, <laughs> good for me. I will let him know. But it was really anyway. That's our week. Yeah. Well, that's what we did this week. Shama, what did you watch? Did you watch anything special? Yeah, in addition to watching uh, War with Grandpa with the kids, I also got the chance to watch The Happiest Season. It's a new movie from Sony coming um, next week on Hulu. Um, As far as this movie includes lots of big names, like Kristen Stewart, uh, Mackenzie Davis, Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy was the one that, like was stealing all the scenes like as for he has like the minimal screen time but his monologue was so strong was so emotional it's a great great um family holiday movie and despite some flaws in, in, in directorial especially but um i really enjoyed the monologue i enjoyed like the the happy happiness in, in it the the holiday theme Everything and it, it it was really enjoyable. I also watched the new Amazon movie "I'm Your Woman." It's oh, how's that? It's it was well, perfectly portrayed. It was a wonderful movie, you know. Like not only because Rachel Brosnan, like she's amazing in Mar- marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but like she looks different. She acts in a different way. Her her voice, her uh, her looks, the cinematography in this film is different. Um, it's 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 a good one that I I really really enjoyed. Nice, I'm really looking forward actually to both of those. Happiest season has been really excited. I'm like, you know, it's just one of those holiday movies that I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited to get one of those like feel good, you know, hope uh, holiday movies. Uh, and that's one I'm really excited about. That's where I love seeing like, you know, the holiday every year. Um, exactly and that's back. what the best thing about it like when you are watching this it's a it, it's a new holiday film you know despite like some other technicalities but like overall it's enjoyable it's entertaining and really has a good message Sweet. I'm, I'm super excited super excited me and Desiree uh, you and I had already seen it but me and Desiree got to watch um, me again her for the first time Uncle Frank um, the the new Paul Bettany movie coming out next week. And we got an episode dropping on that. 
Um, I'm really excited to have a conversation with that. And Dre is going to be joining us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we saw that at 919 Film Festival, and uh, and I'm, I'm psyched to talk about it. Over, uh, overall, Paul Bettany is fantastic in this movie. Um, everybody does a great job. And again, yeah, I'm excited to discuss it. We also saw Hillbilly Elegy, uh, the new Ron Howard movie. Yeah, yeah. And that one I'm really excited to talk about because that one I connect with the story on a deeply personal level, and uh, and I'm also super excited that one. That one was really close to my heart, so I'm I'm psyched to discuss it. Also, those that have been following for a while know I've been watching Naruto for a while, and uh, I've evolved to uh, Naruto Shippuden, and uh, it's it's it's. It's another level. I, I I can't believe it took me so long to get to this. Oh wow! And uh, it's it's so great, <laughs> and I, I'm loving it. And lastly, I finally finished Hellstrom, which is the the Hulu. Uh, is it a Marvel show, Shama? Yes, it's a it it's an ABC Marvel Marvel Comics, but it was supposed to be released on ABC. Then um, it went to Hulu. Boom! Uh, I. I Finally, finally, I've been trying to get to finish this, watching it little by little, and finally got to finish this. You know, not a perfect show by any means. Um, it it feels very much like a cable, like a almost CW, like right? supernatural. Yeah, yeah, like a CW what? show. Yeah, yeah, like I said, yeah, like supernatural or like the vampire, which I love. I love these shows. I love the Vampire Diaries. I really enjoy Supernatural. Um, it. It's, it's like that level of quality, but all the same, very, very enjoyable. Um, I love the characters, and I love where they went with the show. And I love that, and this is not a spoiler, I love the that idea of like playing with your playing with your understanding of like the information you're being given in the show and playing with like who the villain is. And like the show does that really, really well. And it's really, really enjoyable. And they do something really smart, which is something that like, for example, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 did not do well, which is, you know, give us enough that we need to keep us tense, but also know how to set up for the next season by setting up villains and exciting villains and villains that you can look forward to. Oh, wow. And I think they did that well. You make so. me so excited to watch, uh, to finish it because I am like two two episodes behind, like I'm only two episodes left in the season for me to finish it. And as you said, like I agree with you, it's it's more of a, of a TV cable show. Um, we know that like it's a Marvel Comics thing it, that doesn't like fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something, but it was supposed to be released on ABC and when uh, COVID hit, because um, like ABC is Disney, Marvel Marvel Comics is Disney, and Hulu has the biggest share from Disney as well. So they decided to move it from ABC to Hulu. And um, okay, I'm more excited now to finish the last two episodes. Thank you. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish it. I look forward to think to, to hearing what you think. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and that's what we've been watching this week, guys. Uh, there's, a, I mean, <laughs> there's. So much stuff to watch. That's the highlight reel of what we've been watching this week. 
Uh, make sure to stay up to date with everything we're doing, everything we're watching. Make sure you follow us on the socials and report film. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the website. Keep up with the website for any and all new content. Stay even further up to date. We got, I know I released some, some reviews last week, um, over the weekend. Uh, we got some other stuff coming out, really exciting. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Everything that's happening is on mreportpod.com. So, Let's get into the report. First up on the report, we got the box office. Shama, what's what's happening? And uh, is the box office doing better? It's doing a little bit better, but like not as anybody expecting. And that's why like everything is pushed to later in 2021 and 2022. But so far, we have like a new movie that fits like the end of october early november season we have freaky freaky did 3.6 million dollars in its opening weekend which is not bad for and it's that's why it's in number one rank for this weekend and number two i'm very much looking forward to this movie by the way i have not gotten to watch it that's the vince vaughn body swap movie right exactly it's just like i'm so excited about this movie so go go visit it like uh, Give it a shot, and uh, I'm going to. it's some it's a, some fun, you know. Like the like, despite the idea of what's happening, it's still some fun. In the second rank, number two in the box office, we still have Let Him Go with one point seven million dollars, grossing six point eight million dollars. It's appealing to senior citizens, doing really well for the movie theaters that open in, uh, in the early times of the day. Like by early, I don't mean like ten, twelve. PM because like nobody's opening that early like like the previous <laughs> times. I mean like the three four PM. Uh, it's really appealing for senior citizens and uh, for some families, and it's enjoyable. And we, you can check out a review on that. Exactly. We was about to say like we have reviewed the film. We have seen the film more than once, and it's a, an entertaining piece of art. In the third level, uh, which is really impressive. That War with Grandpa is still in the third on the box office with 1.3 million the past weekend, grossing 15.2 million, which is much more than their initial expectation for this movie pre-COVID. So that's considered a success. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's the only family-friendly film that uh, the, a new family-friendly film. You know, like people, some people don't want to take their kids and just go watch Toy Story again or Frozen or National Lampoons or uh, Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story. But, 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 come play is is at the theaters. That's ch- that's that's child friendly. That's not child friendly. But it's like come play is in our number four. It grossed one one. I mean, it did one million dollars this past weekend, grossing seven point three million, which is still like impressive for come play. And also, while it's, it's it did that well at the box office, it just opened on uh, VOD today, so it's available on most of the VOD services on iTunes and Vudu, and it's doing good. And it's one of the best in pre-ordering for PVOD. Lots of families were waiting for it. Lots of couples want to watch it at home, so it's really doing a good in pre-ordering. And number five, we still have the Liam Neeson. We know like what we are talking about, Honest Thief. It did seven hundred and fifty thousand past weekend, grossing twelve point four million. Whatever is happening, if it's taken twenty seven, taken twenty one, taken five, you know, Honest Thief <laughs> is still like playing in the same criteria of Liam Neeson. 
that's it. Like right, we right. It's, a, it's a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> exactly. And I'm glad that, like, you know, it's more of self-confidence to do the same thing with different names, with different characters, with different uh, supporting actors, but, like, you are the same. So it's it's a kind of a, something that to, to be studied, you know, <laughs> in school. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A Liam Neeson course in college. Exactly. Like, how did somebody survive playing the same role in different movies for this long time? And that's it for the box office today. Next up on the report, the news. Shama. Finally, we got confirmation that... Confirmation. That WW84, a.k.a. as Wonder Woman 1984, stays to open this Christmas. Warner Brothers confirmed in a new Wonder Woman 1984 trailer that the film will be released in theaters and on HBO Max at the same time, on the same day, on Christmas of 2020, December 25th, 2020. Also, they put it clearly saying that HBO Max subscribers will not have to pay any extra to stream the film starting on Christmas Day. The movie will open one week before that internationally, which is strange and crazy, but it's a crazy year. So it started by the trailer. Then like an hour after that, Warner Brothers confirmed it all over their socials. Patty Jenkins confirmed it. Gal Gadot confirmed it. Everybody has been talking about this. And Patty Jenkins, if I'm not mistaken, she screenshotted (laughs) the... The response she typed up on her phone. Yeah, which is nice. You know, like it's authentic. <laughs> it's authentic. Authentic to watch, Shama. It's like what my uh, mom what does. It... Like sometimes like she writes things and like instead of like just like select and copy and paste in a group message, she just like takes a screenshot of her phones or her notes on her phone. <laughs> it, a tweet is only so many characters and she could not fit what she said. So yeah. she was like, hey, that's smart. I can fit a photo. Yeah. <laughs> So, she said, it's time. It is. We've all waited a long time for this one to come. I can't tell you how excited I am for all of you to see this movie. And then she goes on to say that it wasn't an easy decision. And we never thought we'd have to hold on to the release for such a long time. But COVID rocked. All of our worlds. You can say that again. (laughs) Um, She says, we feel the movie has never been so relevant and we hope that it'll bring some joy, hope, and love to your hearts. She says that Wonder Woman is special to her and she can only hope that it's special to everybody else. And then I love that she says, so you can watch it in theaters and in parentheses she puts, they're doing an amazing job. Keeping it safe. <laughs> she's like, she's like, just in case you guys are worried, they are doing a good job. I love that. Yeah, um, I love that. When I saw that, I said like, yes. Like she's giving like tribute to, to people like that are working hard to maintain it. But at the same time, whoever doesn't want to go there, they can do it from their comfort of their houses, the comfort of their seats, the comfort of their couches. Which comfort these days means a different thing, right? When you're talking about that, it's not about comfort. Like back in the day, it's like, oh, I'd rather watch it from the comfort of my home. And it's like privacy, you know, in my couch with my blankie, 
you know, uh, maybe my heated blankie, my television, you know, my surround sound. But now it's like the comfort of my home means life threatening, you know, yeah, exactly. The comfort of like not being around people that might have, you know, COVID. And I don't blame uh, so it's, it's a, yeah, of course that it's a whole nother thing, but still it's nice that, you know, she wants to support theaters. You know, I'm sure that, like she said, this was not a difficult, I mean, this was not an easy decision for them to make. Um, but like, she gave a little shout out there. She's like, Hey, just so you know, they are doing a great job keeping it safe. But you can also watch it from home on HBO Max starting on the same day. She also said that like, we are also working on a program to allow you, your cohort, your family, or your pod to rent their own theaters out to screen the film in the safety of your group. We will try to help to bring it to as many of you as we can. And thank you all for your support. You are great fans. I love that oh, they what, put I what that means. in everything. Because we people weren't sure if they will allow group rentals for the film from the day one or not for some huge blockbuster uh. like that. So she that's why she's confirming that like they are working on a program about that. Still, some families would love the idea of just going to a movie theater, but only by themselves with people that they know hundred percent that they are negative. Right, right. So in an idea of a blockbuster like like this that they were expecting to do like a billion dollars and they know that they are not making that. They are trying to find all the resources, their deals to, to, to get more, to get more of theatrical experience. Hmm. That's smart. That's smart. I like that. They're trying to figure that out. That's awesome. Shama, let me ask you. Yes, sir. Is, so we know Warner brothers already did. I mean, lost a, a bunch, right? With, Tenant, at least they did. They certainly did not make what they were hoping to make. Mm-hmm. Correct. Is WB expecting to make money off this film, or have they accepted that they're going to lose it, lose money, and and they decided to just go ahead and move forward with it? Anything like, as in, like maybe there are more important things than money right now. As they said before, and as I always believe, they felt that the movie has to be released. They felt that like their their part and help for the community before being like uh, business owners and uh, and business makers that they have to release it and help on the same side they will not be losing they are trying to promote more people to be on HBO Max we know that like the way HBO Max started that was rushed and things that were not done on time took away from the marketing of the service also some people were confused with the name how it's hbo and how, why do they have like now warner brothers things lots of people did not know that hbo is part of uh, of the same deal that like uh, warner brothers owned that they are all part of at&t so it was at&t decision to release the service two months in advance some people were confused of hbo now hbo go and hbo channels on their cable so Warner Brothers found an AT&T that it's a great chance to release the film there to promote the service. Not only that, that they will drive more subscribers. But the thing is, do you think they will cancel the seven days uh, trial before that? Remember when Disney Plus released Hamilton, they stopped doing um, the trial seven days before Hamilton up to 60 days after that. 
It certainly would be smart. I think so. To do that, right? I believe I so. I think it would definitely be smart for them. And I would not judge them in the least for doing that. Um, also, HBO Max, when it started, they have like some deals with um, with Roku and Amazon that they were not available from day one. It was only available on the Samsung TVs, the LG TVs, and the Apple TVs. Also, uh, in addition to the cell phones and everything. But for people to watch it on TVs, it was really hard to find uh, if you're if you don't have a super new smart TV or an Apple TV. But they they signed a deal with Roku like uh, a month ago, and they just uh, signed an agreement with Amazon to be released sometime before the movie is released. And this will help a lot. The Fire Stick is the number one, the Amazon Fire Stick is the number one selling streaming service, streaming device now because of its price, because right. of its discounts, between like Prime Day deals, between like uh, Black Friday deals. So you can get a device of uh, as low as $15. So lots of people are, are leaning towards this idea. And that was smart for HBO to fix all these things before the movie is released. They thought that The Witches, when it was released on HBO Max a couple of weeks ago, that it will drive more attendance. It didn't drive that much. But Wonder Woman is a big chance for this to happen. Yeah. But yeah, that's a big, big, exactly. big difference. The other downside is that HBO Max doesn't have 4K yet. We know that Netflix has 4K Ultra HD for almost two years now. We know that Apple TV Plus, their service is all in 4K Ultra HD. We know that Peacock has more of their most of their shows in 4K Ultra HD. So everybody's trying to do that. And people were waiting why HBO Max is not in 4K yet. No announcement yet. But I personally believe that they will get a chance to upgrade their content to 4K, starting with something like Wonder Woman. That would be fantastic. Now, the big thing, the big, uh, the elephant in the room that we can't ignore, yes. um, AMC, AMC Theaters, American Multi Cinema. <laughs> um, they did not like when Universal uh, proposed uh, same day release, right? Day and date. Um, what was AMC's reaction to Warner Brothers basically doing? The same thing with Wonder Woman. I mean, again, we don't know what's happening in the future. It's not like they announced that all of our movies are doing that. It's not exactly the same. Um, but still, uh, what what did AMC say about this? It's It was crazy. Because the first of all, that part of the trailer was released, was leaked early before the time that Warner Brothers were uh, planning to announce. So part uh. of the trailer said like, Watch it in IMAX and Dolby Cinema and also HBO Max at the same time. So everybody was like thinking, oh, IMAX. We know that like most of the IMAX theaters are at AMC. And we know that like 100% of the Dolby Cinema theaters in right. the United States are AMC theaters. So this means that like AMC agreed to the deal. At the beginning, people were just like confused and asking these questions. But then around 9 p.m., the CEO of AMC theaters made a statement announcing that he is fine with that and that AMC understands that it's a different year and with what's happening, they are expecting this and they are happy to be part of the release of that film. For the guests to have the ability to watch it at home or to watch it at AMC in their premium formats. 
Shama, that's weird, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like it's a different song. Okay, let me. So first off, if I was Universal, I'd be like, "Say what? Say <laughs> what? We, we just signed this deal with you, bro, and you're not making Warner Brothers do the same thing. Say what? Um, let me tell you something. Uh, what is happening is is first off, it is uh. Uh, let's just call it what people are going to say. It's hypocritical, right? Um, he's, he's, it's the same, it's a very similar situation, and he is singing a different tune. Why? Because theaters are struggling. And he, in reality, at least this is how I see it, he has, they have no leverage, right? Warner Brothers is like, hey, uh, we're good with whether you play it or not, but this is what we're doing. Um, so if you're okay, not having Wonder Woman in your theaters, then like, it's all good. We understand. Uh, we'll, we'll just play whatever our next movie is. And AMC was like, we are hurting. We cannot not play Wonder Woman in theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you guess, would you guess the same thing, Shama? It it was crazy for me. Why? Like when, when Universal did Trolls only, they never announced that all their, their, uh, uh, releases will, this will happen. But like AMC took an action and, um, Cinemark took an action on that day. And I understand that like it was earlier in the year and nobody expected this to happen by the end of the year. But on Monday, Cinemark just signed the same deal with Universal about like the, the 17 days and day and date. It's also included like an extra line of any movie that will make more than $50 million in the first two weeks will have to stay for 31 days in theaters. That's like the only difference from the beginning. And this will apply back to AMC as well, which is good, which is good afterwards, but not now. Yes, as you said, like we don't know how the deal worked. We might think that like it was um, the upper hand of IMAX and Dolby because they are premium formats and they need to keep they're cut because I personally believe who else will go to watch it in theaters if they're not getting a private rental Um, the experience of watching any blockbuster in Dolby is unparalleled to anything you know like it, 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 it's crazy but some people will just like say oh I will just go watch it by myself then I will watch it at home with my kids or my family on HBO Max and the idea of going to the theater and spend between like 14 to $22 upon the price of Dolby tickets nationwide, in addition to concessions and popcorn and drinks, lots of families would say, uh, no, we're just going to watch it at home and we're staying safe. But it's, it's it, the idea is open for everybody to think about it their way. But for me, for AMC, to agree on this, this means that like it's it's really hard and it's really hard decision. The way he said it, he said like AMC is fully on board for Warner Brothers' announcement. AMC continues to believe that exclusive theatrical releases benefit consumers, filmmakers, studios, and exhibitors. Even so, we also have clearly demonstrated this year that we are flexible and remain open to evolving long-standing business models, provided that we do so in ways that improve the industry ecosystems for all players it's rough bro like it's it to to reach this point it means it's it's rough and we can see that it's rough it's rough it's rough it's a rough year it's hitting everybody we already know this we've talked about it still it it listen business is is tough right 
And sometimes you got to make decisions you're not happy with. Um, this is one of those decisions that like is it is it would have been really really tough for me to like not stay with what I had said previously. Um, but like you know, successful business people have to be flexible and have to like know when like when they have to uh, change their minds, right? And have ch- have to change what they've been talking about. They have to change how they see things because you know things evolve, things change, and this year has proven to be. Quite the doozy. It's unprecedented. Oh my god! Stop it. We'll keep you guys updated on that uh, as if anything else develops. But as of now, hey, on Christmas, Wonder Woman eighty four nineteen eighty four is coming out on Christmas Day. Uh, HBO Max and theatrically. Uh, watch it. Uh, Shama's right. Dolby is unparalleled. Uh, so if if you feel comfortable. Watch it in Dolby, but um, but no, for sure. Uh, it's I'm excited to watch this movie. I was very, very, very much expecting it to move, so this is pretty exciting news. Uh, I'm ready to watch it. I'm ready to talk about it. Next up on the report, hey man, the effing Snyder cut is uh is what we <laughs> what we have dubbed it here. Uh, Justice League, the effing Snyder cut. Uh, <laughs> released an ultimate, I put that, I put, I did air quotes, trailer. <laughs> and Snyder says he wants to release, <laughs> oh God, the film. Quote unquote, please. <laughs> in black and white in IMAX. Oh, yo, the biggest of eye rolls. Man. I'm not, I'm, I'm really, listen, I'm not, <laughs> Colby's going to be so mad. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> A hater, but I hate everything about this. <laughs> I hate everything. I cannot believe it. You know, you see how we were defending HBO Max and defending Warner Brothers now? On the other side, they are okay spending $85 million on something that everybody this, already this watched. This feels like such know. a waste of money. Exactly, waste of money. I feel like it's irresponsible, 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 irresponsible. Like, I will not I think, honestly, stop I, saying they, it. They, listen. They would have made more money, I think, right? They would have ended up making more money if they simply took the original Justice League cut, made it black and white, <laughs> and put it on HBO Max. <laughs> like, and then did like a limited release in theaters. I, they would have made more money. You know why? Because they wouldn't have spent $85 million on it. That's why. This is wild. All these people back, even Jared Leto to play, to play Joker, which he was not in the movie, you know? Like, but... Yeah. He's making a new movie, bro. This is he. I said it last time. He has hustled his way into making a different movie. He wrote a new movie. <laughs> this is a different thing. Okay, he took he he took pieces of the original script and he has added to it and he has created a new movie. Uh, he's not happy with the weed inversion and he's like the Snyder cut, the effing Snyder cut. Uh, this is a different movie and you're gonna see how it's different. This is absurd. I cannot believe that this guy has talked his way into doing this he is an uh, you know i gotta respect him he, he's a g all right he's he's great this is amazing to me um so yeah uh black and white he wants a release in imax uh let us know if you are going to be one if, if that's something you it want to happen it will not happen hbo would like to release it in four different episodes on the sh- on the their streaming service and it will not even touch imax anymore ever <laughs> 
That's what I believe in. It will be crazy. That's 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 what I'm. I, I don't. This movie in black and white. I don't get it. Okay, I don't get it. La La Land in black and I white. I drove to watch Logan in black and white because it deserves it. I I drove Logan to watch Mad Max Fury Road in black and white and IMAX because it deserves it. La La Land was amazing, but like not, amazing. Not 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 a superhero movie that like intended to be violent. You know this this not no. There is no. Wait, so Shama, you're not seeing you're not seeing it in black and white. No, I'm not. I'm not. And it's <laughs> I'm, not happening. I don't even know if I'll, I, I bet you. I don't even know if I'll watch the F and Snyder cut when it comes uh, to HBO Max. I'm not hundred percent sure I watch. It. I will watch it at home just like to see what does this guy have in mind and how did he convince them to spend eighty five million dollars and how to bring all these. That's people what there. I would love to know. That is what I would love to. No. But like you know, anyway, that's enough. Yes, from 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 a franchise that's all over the place. That that even remaking a failure again and spending money on it to another franchise that like knows what they are doing at least for all of us and everybody seeing it this way. Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios in an unprecedented year with all their movies that have been pushed. They are still working and changing and evolving and changing Phase Four. You know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I believe it's shaping up to be the Avengers movie of Phase Four. Mm. Well, uh, is that because of the um, uh, a number of characters? Exactly, in it? the number of characters in oh, it. So it's kind of it's kind of like like a. Uh, Captain America, Civil uh, Winter Soldier, no, Civil, Civil War, War, yeah. Civil, War that's it. Civil War, Civil the, War that was like two point five or whatever. Exactly. After Age of Ultron, it was a better Avenger. It was a better Avengers movie. What? It was two point five. It, it was. Everybody was there but Thor and Hulk. You know. Quickly, what is the order? So I, we know Homecoming was the beginning of Phase Four, right? Yeah, they consider it like the end of Phase Three, beginning of Phase Four, because like it, it, it everything happens. Well, what's the aftermath of what happened in Endgame? So that's how they consider it. So what's, what's happening? What's next? What's the next movie to come out? The next the next thing in the MCU that we are watching will be WandaVision. WandaVision yes. coming on Disney Plus. Coming on Disney Plus. And, Wonder, and after WandaVision, we're going to see Eternals. Right. And and then we might... We the Chloe Jaw movie. I'm sorry? The Chloe Jaw movie. Yes. The Chloe Jaw movie. The great Nomadland director. There is no specific date yet for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it might be like the week before Eternals or after. It depends on how the way they will end the last episode because it's either connecting and revealing something that was in Eternals or something that will happen in Eternals or they are building to something happening in Doctor Strange. But it's confirmed that WandaVision itself, like the end of the show, will reveal something related to the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because Wanda is a, a huge part in that movie, in addition to everybody else appearing in that film. Ah. And and we know the way Disney is, uh, and the way Marvel is putting things together now, they have confirmed that... Uh, you need to watch all of this content. Otherwise, you are going to miss out on something. Exactly. The films in this phase, will all they will all be connected to the TV shows on Disney+. Plus. So as you said, like people that will omit watching something or miss watching something, they will need it to be explained to them because they are all connected. And that's the, the smart way 
about it, you know. We know that like Wanda, the, the end of WandaVision, we'll see her in, in, uh, in the multiverse. We know that Loki will include the, the guards of the multiverse. So don't be surprised if you saw Loki in the multiverse of madness. The earlier uh, in, in news about um, seeing Jamie Foxx ca- character again, Electro, uh, in in the new Spider-Man movie, the Spider-Man Home Home Thingy movie, the third one coming will have Doctor <laughs> Strange. Movie. Yeah, because people are expecting to see uh, either Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire in there because they 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 are talking that the other old Spider-Man movies are part of the multiverse as well. So personally, I believe that we will see, in addition to Doctor Strange in Spider-Man movies, like even as a cameo, we we gonna see all these other Spider-Man. Maybe we can see like Miles Morales as well. We 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 don't know, but I love the interconnection. We are seeing also Star Lord, the Chris Pratt's character in Thor: Love and Thunder. Oof. Yeah, we know that like at the uh, after like uh, end game that like Thor will be joining Guardians of the Galaxy, so we might see the entire people. So the interconnection, the crossovers happening between the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so successful. And it makes everybody excited and waiting for what's next. And that's the definition of success and of care about the fans and care about keeping the quality. And that's what I praise Kevin Feige for doing. So, is Black Widow considered Phase 4? Kinda, because it's released in the same phase, but it's a prequel. But I, I haven't seen the movie yet. But there's a chance saying that like there's a post-credit scene that will connect to what's happening afterwards. And I don't want to be spoiling this because I, I think it's confirmed that her sister will be part of the phase four. And, and that, Damn, that's what I think that's what a lot of people have assumed. So no, I think it was black it was Widow. leaked, not leaked. I mean, it was a, a, a tongue slip by the director of the film. Right. Oh. So so Black Widow is technically, I guess, the next phase four movie. Then we have Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah. We, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Then we have the Eternals. This is just the films. Then we have the new uh, Spider-Man Home movie. (laughs) And then we have Thor Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange is closing out phase four. Doctor Strange. Yeah, makes sense. That is going to be the, uh, you know, quote unquote, Avengers movie of the phase four. And of course, we have WandaVision. We we have uh, Falcon of the Winter Soldier. We have Loki. And then if you want to count it in there. We have the What If short series, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. Yes, and all these are, like, are already. As my in mother production. would say, "Wow!" Yes, yes, they are all in production. Not even in pre. No, every one of them is in the works. In sanity, I'm. I'm. Listen, can we just skip forward to 2020 and the 2022 so we can see all of this and watch Avatar? If they haven't moved it oh my God. by then. <laughs> I really hope this is happening. Oh, my gosh. All right. So moving on. Next up on the news, Cineworld. Cineworld owns Regal. If you don't know, uh, they might be planning a restructuring plan in the U.S. Uh, but we know that there already are imminent, permanent closures happening in the U.K. Uh, we There's not 
a whole lot to that, Shama? Is there anything else to add to that? Yeah, like we know that like Regal in the US like it consisted mainly of three other chains that Regal acquired by time, like United Artists, uh, Regal itself, Edwards, and some of the stone theaters that they acquired. Like they, they were trying from here and there and they are all renamed Regal. Part of the restructuring to get the pandemic relief or to get part of the chapter 11 for bankruptcy that they have to reorganize. So they might either sell some of them or divide them in, in three different smaller companies. So they are still in the process now. Nothing is finalized or nothing is revealed to us yet. It might be finalized behind the scenes, but we are not aware of, of the of what's happening. But it looks eminent. It looks that it has to happen this way, unfortunately. Yeah, that is uh, very sad. We will keep you guys updated on that as we know more. Uh, also on the news, we know that we just discussed the Lego Star Wars uh, holiday special. You guys can check out our episode on that. Uh, we also have a Minions holiday special set to debut in NBC on NBC and Peacock late this November, this is the season <laughs> four holiday specials. Yes, it is the season four holiday specials. Like, we're just like talking, like, remember in that episode when you said about the specials and I told you, oh, Raul, you have watched, you, there is lots of holiday specials that we are not aware of. Uh, probably I was wrong. It's happening again, you know? <laughs> it's happening. I'm still not aware of so many of them. Um, but, hey, Minions, I, I do love those little guys. So, I'm excited. Now, Shama, last up on the news uh please please tell me that that uh this is a typo no it's not actually actually i'm, I'm excited there's about a tetris that. movie yes it's a tetris movie it's not a tetris like somebody's playing the game it's a tetris movie about the true story of hank rogers the guy that secured the rights to distribute tetris on video game consoles where the game found its popularity without him that's right. Without his software known as the Blue Planet software, it was it wouldn't have worked in that way. He was the guy that was fighting for that. And we just knew that Apple acquired the movie that didn't start filming yet. That it would be an Apple original film. It will be directed by Joan Beard, starring Taron Edgerton as Hank Rogers, which I I believe he will do a great job because I know that the what happened for him and how he was trying to battle everyone else to have this game for for his company and for the software and registering it, it was a, a huge story. So I believe he's a good fit to portray this character. I love it. He's a great actor. Um, actually, I don't know why I drew a blank, but I do know this information. I do know that they were making a movie about this. Um, I just saw Tetris movie on here. And I was like, what are we talking about? But yes, I knew this. And this is actually really exciting. Yeah. Though, I really, really despise Tetris. <laughs> I love Tetris. I've it always, was one of my I've favorite. I've always hated Tetris. I, Desiree is really, really good at it. I don't like Tetris. I was, I, there, there, there was a competition like Nintendo in Egypt did it in 1994. I was 10 years old and I joined and I got the second rank uh, playing Tetris on, on the original Game Boy. That was, yeah, that was like long, long time ago. It was not, it was not for me. But then again, you know, the Pokemon games were not for me on, uh, on the Game Boys and uh, people loved them. So, you know what I do love though? I love Minesweeper. I don't know why. I love Minesweeper. But I really love Minesweeper. All right. Now, 
Next up on the report, we got trailers. So, first trailer we're talking about is The Wilds. It's a show coming to Amazon in December. A group of teens must survive after a crash leaves them stranded. There's just one twist to this thrilling drama. These girls did not end on this island by accident. That's my favorite part <laughs> of that synopsis. Uh, so the series stars uh, Rachel Griffiths, as well as a mix of familiar and fresh faces like Sophia Ali, Shannon Barry, Jenna Claus, Rain Edwards, and a bunch of other people. Uh, Shama, I don't know how you felt about this trailer. Um, I don't. So, like, nothing about it was I like, oh, this show's going to be incredible, right? But what I do love about it is that it has this Lord of the Flies feel. Oh. Do you know Lord of the Flies, Shama? I wasn't uh, aware of of the name, but like I, when you explained to me like the story, I remembered like the story and how how strong it is. But yeah, I was I, I have never read the novel, I've never read the book, I've never seen the Lord of the Flies movies. So if you get a chance, you should read it. It is fantastic. I added, it's one of those I added books to my have, it was mandatory. Oh yes, it's a it was a mandatory read in school, and I remember as a teenager being completely engrossed by the story and it blew me away. And there are elements about the wilds that make me feel like there's going to be something Lord of the Flies esque right about this, except it's with a group of ladies and it's, it's obviously going to be different, but also I'm really hoping that there's a twist. It's like, there's a lot of inspiration from Lord of the Flies. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Uh, how, what did you think of this? Yeah, trailer? it looks so exciting for me. I love like the thriller way, and especially that like um, till till the moment that you connected to Lord of the Flies idea, I was like, oh, what's happening? What's going on? And the, like they didn't go there by chance. So I love the thriller. Um, I'm looking forward to watch this once it drops on Amazon uh, Prime Video. Boom, me. Two. Also, a trailer that dropped. We've already seen it. One night in Miami. It's also an Amazon Studios. It's an. It's also Amazon. Amazon got big things happening. So, one night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered, discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cu- cultural upheaval of the sixties. It is directed by Regina King, and it is starring Kingsley Benadir, Eli Gore, Aldous Hodge, not Hodges, Shama, <laughs> and Leslie Odom. Stop embarrassing me in front of everyone. <laughs> and Leslie <laughs> and Leslie Odom Jr. Um, again, we've seen this. Shama, like, it, it's so interesting watching the trailer after you've seen the movie, and, and, and like, like, what did you think? I personally was a little bit underwhelmed. Unfortunately. Yeah, like watching this movie twice without like watching a trailer. And then the release of the trailer and the release of the poster, like, no, it's not fair for this movie. The trailer yeah. is not showing lots of 
which like, yes, traders should not reveal lots of things, but there is a way that a trader will make you hyped. It will make you excited to watch something. Um, like Judas and the Black Messiah. It's such an- this trailer like makes you like want to oh just like if this movie is fifty dollars, you will go and pay it and 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 watch it now. You know. The thing is that One Night in Miami though it's such an it's such a different type of movie, mm-hmm. right? It's not anything like Judas and the Black Messiah. It's not anything like many of the things we've seen this year. So I can totally see how. Uh, 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 somebody that needed to make a trailer for this film. I don't know. Are they called trailer makers? So it's called trailer makers. How a trailer maker might have a difficult time putting together a trailer for this movie because this movie is a lot of talking. And so... But what I'm more disappointed in the poster than the trailer. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So the trailer is fine. It is... It's it's still underwhelming. But again, I totally respect the person that had to try to put this together. I think... With like what they had to work with, it's not a bad movie. And don't don't get that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, is with what type of movie this is, I can totally see that it being very difficult to put together a trailer. Why they took so long to make a poster, to make a poster that is so incredibly meh, is amazing. To it's me. called One Night. Okay, it's a night. Why the why the poster even like happening at like only five p.m. You know, like for me, I shouldn't see the sun at all because we didn't see it in the film. Like I saw the poster, I didn't even think about that. I I saw the poster, I said like it's a night. It's called one night in Miami. It's like show me Miami, like you you know, like okay, I love the palm tree that they put on the right side, which doesn't fit the the picture. It doesn't fit like uh, the location and their faces and and. no, it's all wrong. Like I don't like I don't like the poster by any means. I don't like the poses in the poster. I would have honestly, I straight up would have preferred a series of four posters with the real faces of these men. Yes. Right? Of showing like, Muhammad Ali Muhammad sweating, Ali, showing like Malcolm X like standing and giving a speech and like his his face is like uh, this showing uh, Aldous Hodges. I'm sorry, Aldous Hodges. <laughs> Aldous Hodges. <laughs> and talking like there's lots of great scenes in the. They don't even need to. Jim pose, Brown, by the way, know? his name is Jim Brown. So, <laughs> but yes, it, it it would have been. Yeah, I feel like yes. So we've waited so long. Genuinely, we've been talking about this for a while now. How they have not had a, a poster, and it, it's very very disappointing that that that, that this is a poster. And I, and I agree with you. It doesn't fit. So this trailer review ended up turning into a poster review. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Last trailer we're talking about. <laughs> Pieces of a Which woman. has a great poster, like on the other side, you know? Has a great poster. <laughs> that is the truth. Pieces of Yo, it really does. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> a grieving woman embarks on an emotional journey after the loss of her baby. It is starring Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf. Um... <laughs> It has a great poster. <laughs> and it's an incredible trailer. It is like, incredible. This trailer Kirby's like, had wow. me. I was so enraptured by this trailer. I absorbed every second of it. Wow. Uh, it, it It's something else. Shama, uh, 
you love this trailer as much as me, right? I love this trailer. I enjoyed every second of this trailer. I enjoyed every second she was talking about these few line, these few sentences she said. The coloring of the of the of the film in the trailer, the score up and down, like everything, everything in that like two minutes trailer got me like caught that like oh wow, and I I I felt so bad that like I didn't get the chance to watch it at TIFF. Like you remember, like that day we were trying yeah, and then like yeah, things happened, yeah. and I'm yeah. really disappointed. But it is what it is. Like I'm glad that Netflix got this movie uh, to be displayed or be, to be played on, on their platform because I was afraid like it will not get any release since no no studio or no distributor got it at that time. So I'm so excited to watch this film. Um, I really, really hope yeah. it's on that epic level that I got from the trailer. Yeah, me too. Uh, I love Vanessa Kirby looks phenomenal in it. Um, Shia LaBeouf, I'm a huge fan of this guy. Um, he's an incredibly talented actor, um, and I'm really excited to see him in this. Um, Shama, there is a part in the trailer. I am convinced that Shia LaBeouf hurt himself. <laughs> I I can wow. see that because it doesn't make it, any sense that it's a stunt. Doesn't make any sense that it's a, like it looks so real. So I, I I'm excited. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, I don't think Sean fully knows what I'm talking about. If you guys know what I'm talking about, there's a part in the trailer. I'm convinced he hurts himself. Let us know. <laughs> M Report Film, Twitter, Instagram. I'm gonna let you know. Uh, but I'm I'm convinced he injured himself, and it's a scene that he was not supposed to, <laughs> supposed to injure himself in. Uh, that is it for the trailers today. Next up on the report, and last up on the report, we got previews. Shama, what do we have coming out to look forward to this coming week? Opening in theaters, uh, the new Jackie Chan movie, Vanguard. Uh, another movie that played at Venice Film Festival and at TIFF, The Les Vermeer from Sony. Uh, on streaming, we have Run, the Lionsgate movie starring Sarah Paulson and the uh, Direct, written and directed by Anish Shaganti. Uh, play- the, the Hulu original. The Hulu original. Hellbilly Elegy opening on Netflix on November 24th. The next day on November 25th, we have Uncle Frank opening on Amazon Prime. Hellbilly Elegy is available in theaters in limited release, as well as Mank, the David Fincher movie, opening this Friday. In limited this is a movie that I have to catch this weekend before I go into my busy Thanksgiving week. Um, I'm convinced it's a masterpiece, and I'm also convinced I won't like it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, that makes. I sense. really hope you you you're wrong and you will love it, and we will see because like I'm not I I don't know I I understand like the black and white will be different for you, but it's David Fincher, it's Gary Oldman. Uh, it has been a project that David was working on for 30 years, so we will wait and see. Hmm. Um, we'll see. In addition to like Mank opening limited, we have The Crudes opening in theaters the day before Thanksgiving on November 25th. It's one of the few movies that like stuck to their theatrical time, and they are hoping that families will just come and watch them and watch the movie. The New Mutants is also available on all 
rental platforms and all purchasing platforms between Voodoo, Fandango now, uh, iTunes, Microsoft Store, Google Play Store, and on 4K and Ultra HD and Blu-ray and DVD everywhere. Disney were so smart that like they even uh, made the movie available for rental for only $6. And it's really doing good in rentals. Lots of people are, are trying to watch new things at home. There's lots of various content everywhere. We also have Fat Man and Ammonite opens limited in some theaters. There's lots of content. Everybody, all the family. Lots. Yeah, people that that will have like Thanksgiving dinner virtually, they can have a group watch together. There's, there are group watches now on almost every streaming service. People that like will feel safe to go to the theaters, there's lots of new content available. People will, will, will that want to go to the theaters and they don't feel that much safe, they can rent a theater starting $99, which is a great thing from Cinemark and AMC to help the community. People that want to stay at home and watch it at home, there's lots of content on every streaming service. And for people that want to review us, please do so. We really appreciate it. It helps us climb the charts for people to find us. Also, make sure you check the website to stay up to date with everything we are up to and to check our written content. It's mreportpod.com. Raul, where can people find you? Hey, you guys can find me at the Raul Nevado on Twitter, on Instagram. And you can find me at Mohamed Chama on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us at Mreport Film on Twitter and Instagram and Minorities Report Film on Facebook. Hey, be part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.